Ezekiel and the exiles. When the Babylonians were taking their captives from Judah into exile, they asked Jeremiah whether he would like to go or stay. Times were dangerous in the tiny, weak country. And he chose to stay to help Gedaliah, the governor the Babylonians had appointed to rule over the few people who remained. But the pagan tribe of the Ammonites saw their chance to take back land they had lost centuries ago to Moses and Joshua, and they murdered Gedaliah. Stand your ground against the Ammonites, Jeremiah told the terrified Judeans. If you remain in Judah, the Lord will one day make you strong again. But if you are tempted by the thought of fleeing to Egypt and willfully abandon the promised land, you'll have only death to look forward to. But the people of Judah fled, forcing Jeremiah to go with them, and the last remnants of the nations were swallowed up by the Egyptian civilization. Meanwhile, among the exiled people of Judah, now called Jews by the Babylonians, a new prophet had arisen, a man named Ezekiel. Before Jerusalem had fallen, the Lord had told him that it would be up to him to try to keep the Jews together as a nation and turn them back to the one true God. It was, ex it was an extremely difficult task. The Jews were now scattered throughout a foreign country among a strange people who had their own religions and customs. The Jews had no promised land, no elders, no kings, and the great temple in Jerusalem, where they thought God lived, had been destroyed. Ezekiel had to teach the Jews two very important lessons. First, that God is everywhere. And secondly, that God judges everyone on who, not what they are. For at first, the Jews thought that simply being one of God's race of chosen people was enough to give back, to be given back the promised land one day. Here you are among pagans, Ezekiel said. You're worshiping their idols, eating their food, and sacrificing to their gods. Do you really think that the Lord will reward you? Each one of you is responsible for yourselves. If your father has sinned, you won't necessarily be damned for it. If your children commit crimes, God won't consider it to be your fault. The Lord is here, watching you in exile and judging each one of you on your own, purely on what you do and how you live. Gradually, the Jews began to take Ezekiel's teaching to heart far from their homeland, living among strangers and surrounded by foreign religions. They began to pull together as a nation and turn back to worshiping the one true God. And as soon as they did so, they began to enjoy life and prosper, just as Jeremiah had hoped they would. Jewish craftsmen began to be recognized for their skilled work. Jewish farmers were employed by Babylonian landowners at excellent rates of pay, and Jewish officials rose to prominent positions in government. God was pleased, and he began to grant Ezekiel visions of the restoration of the Jewish people 
in the rebuilding of the temple in the promised land. The Lord has shown me that our nation lies dead like a skeleton, Ezekiel told the people. But we only have to ask God to breathe on us and we will live. The scattered parts of the skeleton will connect together, bone to bone, and the Lord will join the two peoples of the promised land into one kingdom with one king and will raise us up to life as one nation. About the story, prophets like Jeremiah had been told by God that the Israelites would prosper living in Babylon and also that the nation of the Jews would be properly created after the Israelites had been taken far from their homeland. Under the leadership of Ezekiel, this begins to happen. God's long-term plan for his chosen people is coming to fruition. And the Jews are learning to love God and live by his laws. And they are reaping the benefits.